0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Guide Podcast where we bring balance to the home buying process. You can learn more at balanceprocess.com. Today we're talking about what is a portfolio loan. So basically imagine this, you go to the bank, you go to your local lender and you you try to get approved for a mortgage. And for whatever reason, whether it's credit or income or the property you're looking to finance... Your lender looks at you and just says, look, I'm sorry, I can't help. I think the best option for you is going to be to get a portfolio loan. And you nod and and you thank uh, that loan officer for their time and you go home. And, and on your way home, you think, uh, well, okay, I guess a portfolio loan is my option, but what is a portfolio loan? So... To help you today, I'm going to basically give you some ideas on if a portfolio loan is going to be the right fit for you. And and I'm going to tell you what a portfolio loan is. And after this episode, hang around. I'm going to have a couple tips at the end, of course. So let's take a look. So what is a portfolio loan? Here's why a portfolio loan might be your ticket to home ownership to help you accomplish your home ownership goals. So here's the deal. There's no such thing as a cookie-cutter scenario when it comes to home financing. Whether it's FHA, conventional, jumbo, VA, USDA, etc. Everyone's situation is different. Portfolio loans are a step beyond unique. So, Portfolio loans are designed to help folks get approved when they're not eligible for any normal type of financing. These types of loans are commonly funded by small banks or credit unions or small lenders and are kept in their portfolio. The reason portfolio loans are typically found at local banks or credit unions is simply because these companies are more homegrown than your normal common mega lender. They have every reason to help their local economy grow. They know that if they give a borrower a chance they'll be the a loyal client for life and small banks and credit unions are built more around relationships than you'll typically find with the bigger lenders they're willing to take the calculated risks because they look at the whole picture of the borrower's situation getting a portfolio loan is more of a common-sense type of approach to mortgage lending. Unlike your conventional or FHA mortgage, that's pretty much a a check in the box, black and white type of approval process. With portfolio loan, the story matters. So when is a portfolio loan necessary? We'll go through some examples. First of all, talking about recent credit issues. Many times a portfolio loan is called for when a borrower has damaged credit. Maybe their credit was ruined because of a nasty divorce. Maybe their credit was ruined due to an injury. This would have an impact on their ability to earn for 12 months, sometimes longer. And sometimes this forces a foreclosure, or possibly a bankruptcy. Really, any situation where the borrower was in a rough patch, but now is back on their feet. You see, with any normal type of mortgage, there's a waiting period. You have to meet before being able to buy a house usually it's like three years on a, if you had a foreclosure or a short sale or maybe if it was a bankruptcy it's a, at least a couple years but should it really be that way if the situation was truly temporary and the borrower is back on their feet of course the answer is no the result is a need for a portfolio loan so what are some examples of some recent credit issues where a portfolio loan might be the solution Well, you have a bankruptcy, a foreclosure, short sale. Uh, Maybe you just have ruined credit because you have your ex with a nasty divorce. Uh, You could have maybe piled up medical bills or miscellaneous collections. Maybe a tax lien or a judgment. Could be low credit scores due to high credit card balances or late payments on any accounts over the last 24 months. Moving on, next reason a portfolio loan might be necessary. Looking at a unique property type that needs financing. So sometimes the property that the borrower is looking to buy or refinance is particularly unique. So unique that it does not meet necessary guidelines to be eligible for conventional or government financing. This is common with condominiums actually because the homeowners association gets a full review by the lender to determine its financial stability. Many times condos are deemed non-warrantable because the complex or the homeowner's association doesn't meet Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, or FHA condo guidelines. So here's some examples of why condos sometimes are deemed, as, deemed to be non-warrantable. Uh, homeowner's association has a lack of reserves, inadequate insurance coverage, inadequate flood insurance coverage, maybe there are too many units that are tenant-occupied or that have renters. Uh, maybe the complex is under construction or has a phase that calls for more construction, and maybe too many units are owned by one person or entity where maybe an, a, an investor might own you know, 50% of the units. These all could be issues that, that cause a condo to be non-warrantable which would make a portfolio loan a possible good solution. Other unique property types that may call for a portfolio loan would be like commercially zoned property that's being used as residential, could be a berm home, could be a log cabin, if, it's, if log cabins aren't typical in your market, or really any type of home that an appraiser has a difficult time finding comparables for basically comparable to recent sales of similar homes in that market. Another example of when a portfolio loan might be necessary would be when you're talking about foreign national. For foreign nationals, a portfolio loan might be a good fit. So when folks move to the U.S. and want to buy a house right away, they're commonly faced with two major problems. They don't have enough established credit, or any credit established in the United States, and they do not have established income in the United States. This is a perfect opportunity to pursue a portfolio loan. There are some main things a borrower would want to provide if they're looking to get a portfolio loan and are new to the United States. A foreign national would want to provide a type of visa, uh, an all-visa applicable docs. Uh, They'll want to provide two years' Income history from their previous country like pay stubs or or tax returns or or whatever the equivalent would be In that country want to provide asset statements of course you want to provide letter of explanation and your intent to stay in the u.s and uh, Provide proof of income established in the u.s. Whether it's like an employment letter with your new job or a pay stub with your new company Another example of when a portfolio loan might be necessary um would be when you're talking about uh, investment property loans, if you're an investor. So most real estate investors reach challenges when attempting to expand their real estate portfolio and are looking to finance those in new investments. The general assumption is that their only option is to get a hard money loan or buy a new home with cash. That's not true in this market. With a portfolio loan, you can have an unlimited number of finance properties What's more is that these types of scenarios are approved based on the property cash flow, not the borrower income circumstances. I mean, that would make sense, wouldn't it, to, to approve the property based on the cash flow? I mean, since the rental income will be paying for the mortgage, the taxes, the insurance, the association dues, the deal is evaluated based on the fair market rent. These are done on a purchase or refinance and even some cash out refinance deals. These types of rental property loans are phenomenal for seasoned investors who are looking to grow their real estate portfolio. You do have to have experience as a real estate investor to be eligible for this type of product. Another opportunity where a portfolio loan might be a good idea would be if you have unique income circumstances. We often see borrowers that are financially stable and have a great credit solid assets but don't qualify for a mortgage due to a simple technicality regarding their income situation. This is another great opportunity to explore the possibility of getting a portfolio loan. Keep in mind, portfolio loans are not necessarily stated income loans where the borrower tells the lender how much they make and all is well like the old days before the housing meltdown. Portfolio loans are still fully documented loans, but are looked at from a common sense approach. For example, let's look at a 1099 employee. These are folks that are typically considered private contractors and are given a 1099 at the end of the year to show earnings instead of W-2 like most employees. In this case, lenders need a two-year history of receiving that type of income. The reason for that is 1099 employees will sometimes have some unique write-offs on their tax returns that could possibly have an impact on what their actual net earnings are. A tip on this at the end by the way. The problem with this is that many times 1099 employees are paid on a salary or set amount of income for a set amount of time so basically the borrower is guaranteed X amount of dollars for X number of months but can't use that income to qualify in a mortgage because they don't have a two-year history of being a 1099 employee. Does that make sense? I mean, especially if the individual has worked in that same line of work in the past and has a degree in that field. The reality is that these scenarios are fairly common, and people think that they are stuck until they get a breath of fresh air, which is a portfolio loan. A couple main things to keep in mind when seeking a portfolio loan... These are available, like I said, on purchase or refinance loans. Typically you need at least 10% equity or have at least 10% down payment. Uh, Most cases it's 20% down, but in some cases you can do 10% down. The down payment may be gifted if you have at least 5% of your own funds. And again, income and assets must be verifiable. So it's a fully documented loan. Awesome. Well, I hope that helps you basically wrap your mind around portfolio lending a little bit. wanted to talk a second about the self-employed income situation that I brought up earlier. If you are self-employed less than two years or you're 1099 employed less than two years, most companies are going to tell you flat out you cannot get a mortgage until you have the two-year history. And for that reason, a lot of people reach out to me that are in that scenario and they want a portfolio loan. And it's great, the, the, the trick here is, not trick, but the actual guideline here with Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac really, is that you can have less than two years self-employment history or less than two years 1099 history and still be eligible for a conventional type of mortgage as long as you have at least one full year of tax returns. You do have to have at least one full year of tax returns. If you do, then you may be able to get traditional financing. So I just want to leave that tip with you because I can tell you a lot of times people reach out to me to get a portfolio loan, which is great. I love to help. And most of the time, we end up getting them qualified for conventional financing or or, or FHA or VA or whatever the case is. It's just a lender that they talked with before maybe had some overlays that said that they couldn't do it. So they just recommended a portfolio loan. Thanks again for listening. Next time we're going to be talking about land contracts, really how you buy a house without having to deal with banks and what that means down the road when it's time to refinance to pay the land contract holder off. So look forward to that. Thanks again. Don't forget to subscribe either on iTunes or Stitcher and give me a thumbs up if you like it. Or feel free to stop by at balanceprocess.com to learn more. Thanks again, guys. Talk with you soon.